1: On a Tuesday, everybody, February 1st, first day of February, Matt Derry with you. It's Locked On. Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network Senior Bowl week. We'll hear from Lions head coach Dan Campbell. As Lions assistant coach Aaron Glenn set to interview with the Saints on Wednesday for their head coaching job, I still think defensive coordinator Dennis Allen's going to get that job, but what would this mean for the coaching staff, and what's the latest on the offensive coordinator situation, and is Dan Campbell talking to anybody about it, or is it just going to be Ben Johnson, the tight ends coach? who's the OC this week at the Senior Bowl. You'll hear from Dan Campbell, courtesy of Lions, uh, DetroitLions.com, coming up momentarily. Also from the Senior Bowl today, we are one practice down, and already a trend is out there when it comes to the quarterbacks. We'll explain coming up today on Lockdown on Lions. Also, you're not going to believe this, folks, but now that Josh McDaniels is out in New England, a former Lions coach, his name is starting to surface Again with Bill Belichick, and I got to check in on Jim Harbaugh and give you my take on that. All of that today, coming up on Lockdown On Lions. Thank you for listening on this Tuesday into Wednesday. Uh, follow us on Twitter, of course, at Dairy Speaks D E R Y Speaks at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also uh, please join us on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. I will make you a promise on tonight's show: there will be no. NO and zero Z E R O Matthew Stafford discussion. No Stafford discussion. I'm done with it. We'll talk about the Super Bowl later, everything else. We're going to go down to Mobile this week. Andrew Siciliano, who's calling the game on NFL Network this weekend, will join us this week. A lot to get to as far as the senior bowl. Let me let me start with this as far as the senior bowl trends uh, uh, are here. We are one practice in. So the Lions, with Deuce Staley running the team, um, uh, Aubrey Pleasant running the defense, Ben Johnson running the offense, the coordinators, and, of course, Dan Campbell, the head coach, kind of watching from afar a little bit. One practice in, and there's something that everybody has said (laughs) and everybody has written so far after today, with, of course, the Lions coaching one team and Robert Sala and the Jets coaching the other. The quarterback play already... Is being scrutinized. Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh is down there. North Carolina's Sam Howell, of course, is there. Liberty's Malik Willis. Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati. Carson Strong of Nevada. And the legendary Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky. All of the talk already. One practice in. One practice in. It's just how bad this quarterback class is and how much they struggled already one day in. Now, this was from today, NFL.com, and I just had this and I lost it. Uh, Our guys uh, Lance Zerline and Chase Goodbread wrote this, and they they have been there for the practices already, and the NFL Network's already broadcasting stuff from there. This is what Lance Zerline, who's pretty well-respected, wrote today about the quarterback play. He said Malik Willis was clearly the best guy, and he's got a lot of zip on his passes. Everybody's been talking about how hard Malik Willis throws the football. From today, quote, The quarterback play on Tuesday wasn't overwhelming by any stretch, but there were flash throws by some of the passers during practice. Malik Willis stood out thanks to a couple of plays he had to make on the move, which felt like the type of plays we would see in games. During the scrimmage session... Bleak scrambled right and whipped a sidearm dime to San Diego State tight end Daniel Bellinger in space. On another rep, Willis escaped the pass rush and beat pursuing defenders around the corner for a gain before running out of bounds. His accuracy needs to take a step forward this week, but that often happens for quarterbacks after they get a practice under their belt. We've seen everything already in two days in Mobile. Number one, Kenny Pickett. His hands are too small, just like Jared Goff. Uh, Desmond Ritter uh, doesn't throw the ball hard enough. Malik Willis has some some had some good throws today with velocity. But again, accuracy is a problem. And, you know, it's funny. We've talked to draft people already. We've already kind of previewed this. We're looking ahead and going, all right, the Lions are either going to draft. Uh, second, we know they're going to draft. But they're either going to take somebody at 32, with the Rams in the Super Bowl, or 31. Then they're going to have the second pick in the second round at 34. They're going to have three picks in the top 34. Do they take one of these quarterbacks? And so far, two days in, one day of measurements, first day of practice today, and nobody's sitting here going, oh, man, this guy was clearly the best quarterback. This guy was clearly looking good. Yes, Malik Willis had a good first day. And I've said BMH, bring Malik here. I'd love to see next year a package of plays put in for somebody like Malik Willis. But already day, day one of practice, and many of the observers there were saying, this quarterback class needs a lot of work. And that none of these guys right away are going to come in and wow anybody. This is not a quarterback class like Philip Rivers and and Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning where you know top ten, three of those guys are going. There's going to be some some guys sliding, some slippage, and many of these guys that get taken probably aren't going to be ready in year one, which is sort of unheard of. So that's why maybe a zappy or a strong, if they're in the second or third round or somehow get pushed back, that's when you draft them. But we'll have to wait and see. But right now, after one day, already we're seeing quarterback play on Tuesday wasn't overwhelming by any stretch. But many thought the kid from Liberty, Malik Willis, stood out today as the best guy of what is not a great bunch. Now, as far as news from the Senior Bowl today, and what are the Lions going to do with Aaron Glenn, if he somehow leaves, what's going to happen? And what about our offensive coordinator, Dan Campbell? Met the media today and addressed those issues. Lions are always have always been good. Brad Holmes has already spoken spoke yesterday. Now Dan Campbell talked today. They made all the Lions' assistant coaches available to speak. But Campbell was asked flat out about OCDC Aaron Glenn situation. We're going to get to that coming up next. We have got to tell you about though about our friends at Bet Online. They got you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues as we march toward the Super Bowl. The big games in a couple of weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just football. BetOnline is up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Go to BetOnline.net. That's betonline.net, where the game starts. All right, folks, so here we go. Dan Campbell may have to replace his defensive coordinator if Aaron Glenn gets the opportunity in New Orleans with the Saints. A.G., who did a fantastic job in year one with the Lions, will get an interview with the Saints where he coached, of course, the defensive backs tomorrow. Dennis Allen, their defensive coordinator, is likely the leader in the clubhouse, of course, has had coaching experience with the Rams, and there's a good chance that he could get the job, but Glenn at least will interview tomorrow. And what are the Lions going to do to replace offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn, who was basically uh, airbrushed from the team photo in like week five? Ben Johnson is the favorite, the tight ends coach, and he's the OC this week uh, for the Lions team down at the Senior Bowl. Dan Campbell talked about it all today. This audio courtesy of DetroitLions.com.
0: Well, he'd be a great fit, and uh, and that's why I'm nervous. Uh, <laughs> he would be a great fit, um, and and honestly, A.G. would be a great fit for just about anybody. That's that's how much I think of him and know where he's going. And uh, so, you know, I know that's real. It's out there. Uh, they have a good feel of A.G. A.G. has a great feel of that organization, the players, and uh, all it entails, and so, um, if you're asking me, it's a fit now. I hope, I hope it doesn't go that way, but, <laughs> but yeah. What's that say about your staff though? I mean, if they are getting these opportunities so early, so quick, you know, what'd I say about the staff that you selected? Well, I mean, it's, it's always, it's always a good sign when, when you're, you have interest with, with the guys that you've hired, you know, be, that kind of tells you, you you're doing things right. And, uh, but I thought highly of these guys, uh, last year and still do. And, uh, and I know what kind of coaches we have. I thought Deuce did a hell of a job today, and I still think Deuce can be a head coach in this league. And so, um, you know, and and uh, those aren't the only two. He and A. G. But, but uh, you know, that's a good sign. We're going we're going the right way.
1: Which is this a, a dry run for Ben or for A. P. You know, if the opportunity? Or to arise, and specifically as it relates to the offensive coordinator position, what have you decided?
0: Yeah, I look at it as an opportunity, and and it is an opportunity to evaluate these guys and in, in those type of roles, and and uh, so and not just them. I mean, we we've got our other coaches now are coaching up too, and where where we can do it, you know, we we've got, uh, you know, Stephen Thomas coached the D line. He was kind of took the lead on that today, for example. So, you know, guys like that, you know, how how are they when they? The room is theirs now, and, and the unit is theirs. So, I do look at this as, hey, you know, how comfortable are these guys? Um, how do they do with that much authority? And and uh, they continue to grow. Appreciate that. <laughs> what have you decided with the offensive coordinator, and, and are you interviewing anyone else? Yeah, look, Ben is certainly he's in this conversation, and uh, I've started the process uh, this week, and uh, so I'll, I'll have I'll have Interviewed. I'm not going to give you names, but a couple of, at least a couple uh, by the time we leave Mobile. All
1: right. So there is Dan Campbell. Uh, not a surprise, keeping it close to the vest that he is interviewing some people, didn't want to name any names. Bottom line is this. I don't think any names are going to come out. I think this is going to be Ben Johnson's job. He's done a nice job with the tight ends. He worked with the passing game this year. He's in-house and I think that's going to be the guy that's going to be the offensive coordinator next year for the Lions. But I think Dan Campbell's going to still call the plays. Why would he interview any who, – who's going to interview for this job and not want to call plays? Now, I know there are plenty of offensive coordinators out there that uh, uh, do not call plays in the NFL. And and ROCs, you know, Eric Bieniemy with or Andy Reid calling plays um, – uh, Mike McDonald in San Francisco, where you got Kyle Shannon calling plays. Kevin O'Connell with the Rams, with Sean McVay calling plays. I get it that there's plenty of OCs out there that uh, do not do it, and the head coach still uh, it makes the final call. But I think Dan Campbell liked being the play caller, and I think he's going to be the guy that is going to call plays the rest of the uh, the, the you know in the foreseeable future for the Lions. Um, the one thing I like about Dan, and, I, and I've said this a lot on this show is that he continues to be pretty transparent about what is going on and what he's going to do. He could easily have said today, you know, we're not interviewing people. We're not even going to talk about it. Next question. It's in house. It's something we're going to deal with. No, he said, I'm, I'm going to, you know, do some, have some interviews down here at Mobile and uh, Ben Johnson's in the mix. And we'll see. Um, there are people that are available certainly uh, to interview. And there are people that are looking for jobs and, um, Joe Brady is one of them, of course, was the uh, quarterback's coach in, in OOC at LSU and then got fired this year in Carolina. Maybe he's on that short list. I think, though, by the end of this week, we will be hearing that Ben Johnson is going to get the job uh, with the Lions. Now, speaking of jobs, the Lions have some linebacking spots to fill for next year. Some guys that are free agents like Alex Anzalone, who was on a one-year deal, a Gaines Media poster boy. Uh, also, Uh, you got Jalen Reeves-Maben, who is a free agent. And today what I found interesting was that when the Lions coaches, at least the coaches that were in the stands today, watching practice while the other coaches were running drills and everything else, Jalen Reeves-Maben is in Mobile and was sitting with Dan Campbell and others in the stands watching practice. I don't know if you want to read tea leaves. I don't know what you want to say about that. But this Lions brass really likes Jalen Reeves-Maben. I don't know if he'll get any other offers in free agency, anything that is substantial enough to pull him away from Detroit. I think the Lions need to upgrade at linebacker. I think JRM is a terrific special teams player. He's one of the captains of the team. But if he's starting each and every week at linebacker, I think the Lions can upgrade there. But read into that. He's down there with the coaches watching uh, uh, senior bowl practices on day one. That might be dedication to the organization, and vice versa. So uh, I would prepare yourselves for a Jalen reeves Mabin return uh, with the Lions. That's uh, but again that that does also show how much these players really like being a part of this organization this year, despite the rebuild, uh, despite winning you know uh, three football games and going three thirteen and one. Guys are bought in. And I think that uh, that means something for this franchise. But, hey, you want to bring Jalen Reeves-Maben back, great. You're just not breaking the bank. You're not making him any promises about starting at linebacker. Um, spot duty, good fill-in guy, and a guy on special teams and a leadership guy, I'm fine with uh, when it comes to that. Uh, all right, coming up next, i, I-, I got to get into two other issues. Number one, um, a former Lions coach is <laughs> is his name's being brought up again. I just can't believe it. And Jim Harbaugh is going to the Minnesota Vikings. This is happening. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine reporting it. This is not a surprise to me at all. We'll get into that coming up next as well. This episode brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible. All right, for your local chain auto parts store to have everything that you need. That's why you need to go to Rock Auto. You got a computer? You got access on your phone to rockauto.com? Use it. It's amazing. Glad to see Rock Auto is back with us. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto when you are buying your auto parts. It's simple. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can just go to rockauto.com? Go explore their Easy Do's website today. To find the solution to your auto part needs, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car, truck, and write Locked On" L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, in their How Did You Hear About Us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, take a listen to this, folks. A Ted Johnson, the former Patriots linebacker who still lives up in New England and in Boston, and has some inside knowledge on the Patriots, joined the Damon Amendolaura, the DA show on CBS Sports Radio today. The Patriots lost Josh McDaniels, their offensive coordinator, to the Raiders. He's become the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. So they're looking for an O.C., Bill Belichick, looking around. Just listen to what Ted Johnson had to say when Damon asked him about who would take over as O.C. I can't even believe it, but I guess I can This uh, audio courtesy of CBS Sports Radio.
2: Perhaps, and the thinking is here, and it's not a popular one, I'll be honest with you, is that perhaps um, Matt Patricia, the former uh, offensive uh, defensive coordinator here in New England, who went to to the Lions course, did not have very good success there with the Lions. He came back last year and is kind of, is clearly Bill Belichick's uh, closest confidant. He is in the inner circle of inner circles and was pretty much a jack-of-all-trades for Bill. As far as contracts and personnel and roster management for him this past season, he might be uh, elevated to the offensive coordinator job. And that's why they didn't stop Josh from uh, maybe going and pursuing this, this opportunity there in Las Vegas. Those are the two schools of thought when it comes to why they didn't maybe uh, interject and, and stop uh, Josh from going and being a head coach this time. Matt Patricia, former defensive coordinator, could be elevated to offensive coordinator to replace Josh McDaniels. That it sounds it sounds strange. He does have some offense in his background. It's it's going back always, but clearly he's coached defense for fifteen years here. So that you know, you may that might maybe a head scratcher. But you know, Bill Bill likes to kind of move guys from from both the offense and defensive side. He does not necessarily always. If you're just a defensive guy, pigeonhole you as a defensive guy. He likes to have his coaches kind of uh, being be experienced on both sides of the ball. So,
1: Yes, former tight ends coach in, like, college and an offensive assistant at Syracuse and RPI, Matt Patricia, the former Lions head coach, could be the OC in New England. I thought Bill O'Brien would just leave Alabama and go back to New England. Ted Johnson never mentioned Bill O'Brien, but Matt Patricia... Being the O.C. in New England would just be hilarious. Can you believe this guy still has the Belichick tie and still, Bill is still loyal to him. Like, I love Belichick. Who doesn't like Bill Belichick? At least respects the job that he's done. I guess Tom Brady doesn't because Tom Brady today retired and put out like seven tweets in a row and never mentioned the Patriots, Belichick, or Robert Kraft. I I digress. But Matty Patty, Matty P.? In the mix as OC, is anybody else interviewing Matt Patricia for their defensive coordinator job? Any of these new coaches that got jobs? Are they calling up to New England wanting to talk to Matt Patricia who came into Detroit and in three years destroyed the culture in that locker room? Just incredible. Absolutely incredible. But there you go. Former Lions head coach resurfacing. Never will be a head coach unless he takes over for Belichick which would be even more funny. Don't rule it out. All right, last thing. NFC North, Packers, Bears, Vikings, Lions. Chicago has made their choice at head coach Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator from the Colts. Packers are in great shape. Sounds like maybe Aaron Rodgers goes back. Vikings, of course, have made their GM hire, the young guy from Cleveland. Don't know his name, don't care. But he has ties to one Jim Harbaugh and now according to Chris Ballas from the com, who's been all over this story Jim Harbaugh is not just going to Minnesota to interview with the Vikings tomorrow he's going to accept the job he's gone and I don't know what is going on in Ann Arbor I don't know if if, if any lights are on inside Schembechler Hall I'm not sure if Ward Manuel is on vacation uh, this is the most bizarre scene I've ever seen the usually proactive leaders and best in Ann Arbor are just sitting on their hands as their head coach on national signing day tomorrow is going to leave. Jim Harbaugh just won the big 10, finally got over the hump and knocked off Ohio state. He's gone. And no one's saying a word. (laughs) Like, is there any outrage in Ann Arbor? Is anybody locally going to write something about this? He's leaving. And I got news for you. Jim Harbaugh is a damn good coach. I don't think he did a great job at Michigan. I think he did a good job this year. But, but you put him with that Minnesota offense, with Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison and Justin Jefferson and K.J. Osborne, and all, Adam Thielen, maybe he resurrects Kirk Cousins into something. And that defense is not bad when healthy, when Eric Hendricks is out there and Daniil Hunter, Harrison Smith. Harbaugh twice a year against the Lions. It's happening, folks. And Michigan will probably elevate Mike Hart to their head coach and say, oh, it's a Michigan man. He's never leaving. Mike's a Michigan man. Bernie Smilovitz can play the little bro uh, uh, highlights till we're blue, uh, sound bites till we're blue in the face. Maybe it'll be Josh Gaddis as head coach, and then Mike Harbaugh will be OC. What a disaster. This guy just won you the Big Ten. You're riding high. And then for the last couple weeks, I mean, Detroit News today, I think it was Angelique's piece. Will Johnson, their top wide receiver recruit, he's already in school taking classes. His dad came forward and said, yeah, Jim told us he wants to win a Super Bowl. He's leaving. <laughs> like, Is Michigan going to do anything? If I'm Ward Manuel, the athletic director, hey, Ward, wake up from your nap and fire him. How do you allow Jim Harbaugh to still be the J. Ira and Nikki Harris head coach? If he's talking to these NFL teams and he wants to leave and he's telling players he's leaving, fire him. Beat him to the punch. You know what, Jim? You don't want to be here. Goodbye. We're Michigan. We're not putting up with this. But they're just sitting there. It's amazing to me. And Jim Harbaugh is going to do a good job in Minnesota. You watch. He wins everywhere he goes. Now, did he win enough at Michigan? No, he didn't. He won one Big Ten title in seven years. Not good enough. But... Win-loss records usually really good with him. And I think at the NFL level, taking the Niners to the Super Bowl is pretty good. Haven't been back there since, and I know they have a good team and a good coach now. All right, Andrew Siciliano this week. I'm going to try to get uh, uh, get caught up with um, either Jeremy Riceman or Jeff Risden this week from uh, the Senior Bowl as well. Busy week as we uh, count down to the game. Where the Lions will be coaching and do Staley be running things. This has been a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day.